welcome. And on our first episode of Last Place Podcast today, we welcome Blake Wiggins from Mercedes-Benz Stadium as our first ever guest. We'll also give you some background of ourselves, introduce a few new segments. Hope you enjoy. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LastPlacePod and follow us on Spotify to stay up to date on new episodes. With that being said, let's roll it. Here's the one-two pitch to Palmero. A ground ball past Jenks up the middle of the infield. Uribe has it. He throws. Out! Out! A White Sox winner and a world championship! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Last Place Podcast, the first ever full segmented episode in the history of this podcast. I am here. Still get a chance to introduce themselves. So, Tyler, we'll go ahead and start with you in this exciting opening episode of the Last Place Podcast. Oh, and I am excited. So, uh, Tyler Pope went to Western Carolina University, sport management degree. Uh, worked in their athletic department, did tickets and marketing, uh, went on to get internships at Elon in ticket and marketing, uh, did my little dirty work in some minor league baseball, went on to get an internship at Duke, leading me to get my master's degree at NIU, where I met Anthony, um, who was my fellow GA for a little while, for a year, and then my boss for a year. We'll, uh, we'll have to get into that. Uh, I'm excited to be here, dude. This is definitely something I've wanted to do for a while. I know you guys want to do it for a while, and uh, I'm ready. To get, I'm ready to get started. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a grand time. I guess I'll just go next. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, my name is Sam Place. Um, I went to Western Carolina as well. Did my sport management and marketing degrees there, and then I interned at Duke for a semester, and then I did two years over at James Madison up in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Uh, Alabama of the SCS, FCS, as they call it. Um, but yeah, I was there for two years, and then I'll be going to West Virginia in a week to get my master's degree up in Morgantown. So should be a grand time. And I'm looking forward to grow with you guys as well with this pod. And again, I'm Anthony Sparando. I'm originally from Elburn, Illinois. I Went to Bradley University for my undergrad, was a marketing intern there for all four years. Through that time, I was an intern up in Wisconsin Rapids with a collegiate minor league baseball team, and then also down in Peoria with the Peoria Chiefs, uh, single-A affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals. And then following college, I got a graduate assistantship at NIU in their marketing department. Did that for two years alongside Tyler and then was promoted to full-time as the Assistant Director of Marketing and Game Experience, where I am still today. And we are very excited to bring you the Last Place Podcast. This is going to be somewhat similar to some other sports business podcasts that are out there where you get a chance to learn from different professionals within the sports world. Uh, get to know them, get to know their background, get to know what they do on a daily basis and what it takes 
uh, to work in sports, but we're also going to add in some entertainment value as well. It won't be all strictly business. We're going to have some fun with it. We're going to ask the questions that you want to hear the answers to and, and get some hot takes from, from them as well. So uh, we also will have some fun segments alongside the interviews as well, where we share what's going on in our lives. We'll share, uh, we'll give you a top five of a different category each episode. We also have a segment called Butts and Seats, where we bring up a marketing theme day or scheme that we've seen recently or in the past. And we say, butts and seats, yes or no? Is it good or is it bad? Is it a waste of time? Does it actually bring in revenue or not? That's what we're going to discuss. And then also, uh, if anybody knows me, they know that I sell eBay uh, items on the side as a side hustle because we all know working in sports does not pay the bills. So you got to make a little extra side cash. So I resell on eBay from stuff that I find at thrift stores. So we're going to discuss something that I found in the past week and show it off to you all and discuss that as well. And, and then we'll, we'll have some other pop-up segments as well as the world is ever so changing as we go along. Yes. Yes, yes. So we will go ahead and get right to our first interview. Our first interview is with Blake Wiggins. He is the premium sales manager at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He also has some experience with the Atlanta Falcons themselves and also in his past as his undergrad at Western Carolina University. And we will go ahead and get straight into that very, very fun and preliminary interview of this podcast. We are very, very excited to welcome on our first guest ever on the Last Place podcast. Today we have with us Blake Wiggins from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. He also has worked specifically for the Atlanta Falcons in the past and also some Western Carolina experience as well. But I'll shut up and I'll let Blake explain his past himself. So Blake, thank you very much for joining us and uh, go ahead and tell us little bit about your background in sports. Sure, guys. Well, first off, uh, it's a true honor to be the first ever guest on uh, this uh, podcast. Um, Tyler, Tyler Pope, I can actually understand. He's actually got a voice for this. But Sam, Sam you may actually want to go into sales, man, because if you, you somehow got on this. So I do congratulate you for that. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. But a little uh, background on me. I'll be very uh, brief here, guys. Um, so I grew up in a very, very small town, went to a small college, majored in sport management. Um, my first ever, I guess the, the defining moment for me that I wanted to be in sales was when I sold a Tennessee football Facebook page as a uh, senior in high school for over $5,000 to an SEC media company. And I was like, um, at at that point, like a high school senior doing this in sales, I'm like, wow, I can actually be kind of good at this. So the whole idea was to combine my passion, which was sports, with something with another passion, sales. And um, it worked out for me, had multiple sales experiences in college, took that, built a great resume, got a part-time job with the Falcons in 2017. And uh, I'm still here since they since they just keep being being uh, pretty good to me. 
Awesome. So, uh, so Blake, like, could you like explain like what you do on like a everyday basis kind of deal? Sure thing. So my uh, title is a premium sales manager. So in a, in a world without COVID, I'm selling pretty much every single event in this stadium from Falcons games, United matches, college, college football matches, final four concerts, you name it. Um, so in a, in, a, in a good year, like we never run out of events to sell. So it keeps me very, very busy. Uh, versus just selling football games for the Falcons, I now sell everything, which is great because it's a true it's a true honor. Like when you're selling a an event like the SEC championship, like and a game that everyone wants wants to come to, it's not the hardest product in the world to sell. So uh, I definitely do enjoy my job and what I, and what I do here. That's a little bit different than selling Maction, which Tyler and I have dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is rough. <laughs> I, gar I guarantee that is rough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So you obviously work in the, as you say, the greatest stadium in the world. Um, what is your favorite story, your coolest story that you have from working there? Oh wow! wow. So I'm actually a big Tennessee Balls fan, guys. Sam, uh, <laughs> as you know that I love your Tennessee jersey that you're wearing. Woo! Now. Um, so obviously living, living in Georgia, um, I've always hated the Georgia Bulldogs with a passion. Um, but, uh, haven't, having the experience of getting to see them lose two SEC championships and a national championship to Alabama. Um, that's been the defining moments just in all of those Georgia fans hearts get crushed and I get to witness that. Um, but aside from that, we've had a couple times where uh, Matt, Matt Ryan and some players have come in the office to see us just out of the blue and like just getting to be up close and personal with those guys is phenomenal. Um, second, a second story would, um, let's see, would probably be the Super Bowl. So I got to work um, on, with our sweet owners at the uh, Super Bowl. So it was like every person I ran into that night was a celebrity. Um, I got to see Ellen De DeGeneres. Um, DeGeneres, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, do, I do not watch El uh, Helen, so I know nothing about her. I just recognize her face. Um, so that was definitely a, defi a defining moment for me that, I've, that I first have enjoyed more than most here, for sure. Well, you mentioned those interactions with celebrities and, and players. I'm going to jump ahead here for a second. What are some of those interactions that you've had? Uh, you know, I think one of the questions we had for you, is there any personalities that surprised you with the Falcons or United or any of those other teams? So not necessarily um, um, personalities that surprise me. Um, when, when we have interactions with the players, they're usually very brief. Uh, just involves maybe taking a picture, saying hello, how are you, that kind of thing. But the fact that, they, that, these, that these guys would choose to come to our, our office and meet with us like it really well to them it may not sound like that big of a deal but when you have players like M Matt Ryan, Grady Jarrett, Tack just coming in the office to see us like it just gets us all like it just helps us love our job even more. Now is Matt Ryan as class act as people say? Uh, absolutely he is okay. one of the best uh, quarterbacks both on and off the field in the NFL 
Like he recently just gave a ton of, a ton of money to a COVID relief program. And he's got one of the best personality traits of any player that I've ever seen. So we're, de we're definitely glad to have him here. So will you say he's the best quarterback in the NFC South? <laughs> statistically, <laughs> statistically, you could debate that. But, I mean, um, obviously we have some competition in New Orleans and most recently now in Tampa. But uh, I'm curious to see what um, Tom Brady will do because, you know, the Patriots last year, had they not had Um, so, sorry to sorry to tell you that, Sam. Um, but, wow, wow. Uh, no no love for Teddy Two Gloves. Though. I was just going to say, <laughs> <laughs> no love. Uh, wow. No, Disrespect. I mean, hey guys, uh, I'm a really big data guy. So when when it comes to um, like statistically, it's a three man race in the South. Teddy Bridgewater has nothing. <laughs> All right, we'll have Teddy on the show next week to uh, discuss Blake. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, all right, so since you're talking about the uh, the greatest stadium in the world, I got to ask, uh, it not having Chick-fil-A open on Sundays during Falcons game, you ever, uh, you ever snuck some Chick-fil-A? Oh, my goodness, guys. When when that story come out about Chick-fil-A not being open on Sundays, like I cannot believe how many fans were just so ticked off about that. Like, so you're you realize we're in the greatest venue in the world. So Falcons football is a small portion of the events that go on here. So Chick-fil-A is open 70 percent of the time we have an event in this venue. But when it's not open, we have other stellar vendors that come in. Now, they're not as good, but they're stellar, and they uh, do a good job of taking their place. So, did anybody cancel their season tickets because Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays? You know, you know since we have 50,000 season ticket holders, there, there could have been one, one or, or uh, two that did, none, none that I interacted with. <laughs> That's good. I'm sure they were very upset when they found out. Yeah, I mean, I was – I'll be honest. I was, I was kind of upset as well because I get to work all the uh, – Falcons games here, fortunately, and uh, what better thing to have on a Sunday than a, than a Chick-fil-A, something you never get to have, right? Exactly. But if you um, sneak a sandwich, you could be the only person on the face of the earth to eat Chick-fil-A on Sundays. What a true honor that would be, right? Or the record right there. Record yeah, books. I mean, that could, that could make national news headlines somewhere, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so you obviously were for the Falcons. I assume you're probably a pretty um, – I don't know, bandwagon fan for the Falcons. Uh, but who's your Super Bowl pick if you had to choose one? Mm. Or I guess the matchup. The Falcons, Sam. Uh, we 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 have signed Todd Gurley. We've got we've got we've got Fowler. We ended the league <laughs> last year with uh, one of the best uh, second half surges in the league. So if that continues, I like I, I like our chances. Uh, but the Chiefs, so the Chiefs are going to be very, very difficult to deal with. Uh, unfortunately, we won't, we won't have to worry about the Patriots this year, uh, simply because uh, Brady's gone. They've had eight players opt out, so the Bills are definitely winning, winning that division. And Thank I don't for Trevor. Bills. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see the Patriots playing, uh, being a, I guess, a tough opponent for, for sure. So, are you worried about Todd Gurley's knees blowing out like first half of this, like first half of like game one? <laughs> not at all. 
Not at all. Like, um, I trust I trust our uh, GM and uh, what he says. Coach Quinn, the coaches have said he's good to go. And Todd Gurley is coming home. So Georgia's his mm-hmm. state. And mm-hmm. what better motiv- motivation to be good than to perform in front of your um, home crowd. So I'm very optimistic Todd Gurley is going to rush for over 1,000 yards this year and be one of the best running backs in the South. So right. fantasy football first – First overall pick, Todd Gurley. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because that would not be a, that would not be a good investment because a lot of fans are going to overlook him. So he would probably be one of the best third round picks that you could possibly get. Mm. Well, fantasy football insight from Blake Wiggins. Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, I, I did win our office league uh, championship last year, so I, I think I think I give pretty good oh, advice. Okay. That, that, I mean. Hot take saying Todd Gurley's going to be the best in the South with that Christian McCaffrey guy in Carolina, huh? Well, I said one of the best in the South, didn't I? Or that Alvin Kamara guy down in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see, Alvin, Alvin Kamara, big Tennessee fan here. So, I loved him, and now I hate him. Whereas Todd Gurley, I used to hate him, and now I love him. So, my uh, biasness has kind of switched over a little bit there. And now there's LaShawn McCoy in Tampa Bay, correct? He is. True. Yes. 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 Oh, Todd Gurley, the fourth best running back in the conference. Uh, so you're putting <laughs> division. Division. Wow. We it's clearly we have a very biased Patriots fan here with a lot of hatred <laughs> for the Falcons with that. Statement. No bias. <laughs> I'm the least biased person on this podcast. All right, Blake. Let's jump back to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You said it's the best stadium in the world. It's yeah. definitely got one of the most unique designs to it. Yeah. Specifically, have you opened it or closed it yourself? <laughs> so, no, I, I have not opened or closed it myself. Uh, we have had multiple fans for, for games. Uh, literally, all you do is go up there, you push a button, and the roof just opens in just a few minutes. You want to close, you push another button, and it closes back. But we've had a lot of great experiences with our uh, fans getting to open and close the roof. That's I really cool. enjoy doing that. But here's the thing with the roof. Okay, guys, here's the thing with the roof. Before the stadium opened, that's all we heard about. When are we going to open the roof? When are we open the roof? And then the first uh, few months, we actually couldn't open the roof. While the stadium was open, the roof was not like a officially done to where we felt comfortable safely opening it like a, a mul- multiple times throughout the year mm-hmm. but the second we announced that we were not opening the roof we had a ton of a ton of pushback a ton of pushback the second we opened the roof and the sun began to shine on our fans like you get on social media everyone's never wanting the roof to open again <laughs> uh, the roof, the roof, um, I don't personally, obviously, I'm not a top executive here, but personally, the roof uh, probably isn't going to be used as much as what you would have thought. That's, that's so funny. Uh, don't you love fans? I mean, I, I, I'm in the business for fans myself, and that's why I love sports so much is the Absolutely. fans. Absolutely. Like our, our but, fans here in Atlanta, like the, we sell to consumers, businesses, these people are really passionate about football. So if you work in sales for a football team and you get to talk to people who are just as passionate as you are, 
like it just makes your job that much more enjoyable. So I know we, we've had a ton of pushback on our fans here in Atlanta, kind of being bandwagons, but the, the, the people that we talk to here, great fans who love, love their team, love football more than almost life itself. That's awesome. Um, all right, so kind of going away from from your professional life, let's get let's get a little bit in your uh, your personal fandom. Uh, okay. You said you were a ten- Tennessee fan. Yeah. Uh, coming off the announcement from the MAC and the Big Ten today, uh, I know yeah. we, a lot of teams aren't having their their seasons, but if Tennessee does have a season, yes, uh, how, how are they looking? Well, they gonna win the like, SEC um, East. Yeah, so um, a couple weeks ago when I believe Paul Feinbaum announced that Tennessee was going to add LSU and, and Ole Miss to the schedule, I was like, so we play, we're playing Florida, we're playing Georgia and Alabama. So if we add LSU, which is a, which is a loss, combined with Mississippi State, I can see us going one and one, and one there between those two teams. But instead, the SEC decides to give us Auburn and Texas A&M, which is just two more guaranteed losses in addition to Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. And I'm like, you take – and getting off here, again, while I hate the Georgia Bulldogs, you take Georgia, a team that's ranked top five in the country, they get, I believe it's Arkansas and Mississippi State. I mean, give me a break. So – I'm already saying the Vols are going, are, going, are going to go five and five this year, but uh, I would be thrilled with six and four just because that means we beat one of those teams. So I will take a six and four season this year. Okay, so then what do you say happens first? Falcons win the Super Bowl or Tennessee wins the SEC East? Uh, definitely Falcons winning. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, hope in the Vols, man. Oh, no hope. That just shows the parity between college football and the NFL. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Like the, like I'm currently uh, almost uh, 25 years old and traditional Tennessee fan and enjoy and like actually want to play Bama every year. I want them off the schedule ASAP because as long as Bama is on our schedule and as long as Nick Saban is there, that's almost a guaranteed loss every single year. Whereas Georgia, Florida, they don't have to play Bama every year like we do. So they already have a tremendous advantage over us in that and the schedule and re, re, recruiting wise, you have Florida and Georgia to the best states in America. To say I has to venture out of the state to get those guys. So unfortunately, I hate to say it, but Tennessee is going to be mediocre probably for uh, quite a few more years. But ho- I, I really, really hope. And I'm that's where they call them the NC State of the SEC. <laughs> well, well, Sam, I will say this. Um, uh, Tennessee does not usually break your heart. We usually win or get blown out. But unless we're playing Florida, then they, then they will obviously break our I was, say, I was at that game. That yeah, was I was a, there too, man. That was a heck of a rock. That was a heartbreaker. True but, or um, false, you bought no. a Coach Doug's T-shirt. Uh, false, false. Although I did follow it. I did follow it yeah. tremendously. And that was did you shed a tear? Thing. The closest thing we will ever get to a Tennessee national championship. <laughs> I'll take it. Wow. <laughs> All right. So sorry for the I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm just a bit – I consider myself a realist, okay, a realist. So I, I didn't know that existed in the SEC. 
What's that? I didn't know realists existed in the SEC. Oh yeah, they do, man. They do. They're very few. They're they're like, they are a lot the mar- they they are a lot the the uh, Marines motto. Like the 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 brave the, the I'm I'm telling this for this. Uh, the few, the proud, the, the few, the proud, the realists. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Uh, all right, so are we ready for the last question here? Oh yeah. All right, Blake. So. <clears throat> I know you have some kind of weird sport takes out there, but what's your most controversial sport opinion or take? Most controversial? Because I remember back at Western, you had one that you tried to convince me of. I'm not going to say it now. Yeah. All right. I think when I say it, you'll know. All right. Sam, I'm not sure what you're referring to, but please bring it up after I answer the question, okay? I will. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will not make the playoffs. Wow! What do you think the record will be? Last place podcast. That's right. Again, guys. Again, Tom Brady. (laughs) I understand Tom Brady has never had a receiving core in his career like he has now. He's never had a Pro Bowl receiver. Fair, totally fair. He's not going to have that defense to kind of bail bail him out. He's getting old, and I I don't I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to score enough points to make the playoffs. So what do you think the record will be? Well, to be honest, Sam, I've not, um, I've not completely paid as much attention to their schedule as the Falcons' schedule. That makes sense. Um, if you had to guess, just shot in the dark. I've been thing. looking at the schedule. Falcons, Saints win the win the division, or Falcons or Saints win the division. The other finish is second. Bucks third, and I just, uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to assume that they fall somewhere between that potential eight to nine. Eight, eight so, Brees has never been Brady. I don't trust Brees to be Brady. Uh, yes, Bre- uh, Brady is going to go into New Orleans week Destroy one. Destroy him. Saints win by Saints win by fourteen. Oh that, that's also a bold take. Speechless. That is a bold take. <laughs> But Sam, so, so I got, was, um, I'm curious, what was your bold take that you were referring to back in I'll time? never forget, yeah, we were driving back to our apartments, and you said, I can convince you that Eli Manning is better than Tom Brady. Wow. Well, That's, I, mean, I love it. Yes. And I wanted you to love crash it. your car. I was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, so, so, Sam, as you can probably re- remember when I was in college, I wasn't near as open-minded. I come from a very southern southern town that was, uh, you know, not, not open to anything new. So the yes. only statistic that we really looked at was head, head-to-head record, right? So mm-hmm. um, now I'm going to go ahead and retract that statement, mm. okay? Smart okay. man. Eli, Eli Manning is uh, – is 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 a bomb. Is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Is a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> All right. Hall of Fame All right. quarterback. All right. Let's yeah. meet the middle there. He, he's a two-time Super Bowl MVP. He's got. He's one of the Iron Men in NFL history. His stats aren't that bad. He's a Hall of Famer. Now is he That's as good guy. as Tom Brady? No. No. <laughs> is he? Is he? Um... I wouldn't. I, obviously, he's not as good as as Tom Brady, but I mean, you can't even like put Eli Manning in the same category as like Drew Brees. You know these these guys that aren't like obviously. I mean, Drew he's a five hundred quarterback. 
Who is a top? You said Eli Manning is a is a top. No, five no, 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 no. He's a five hundred quarterback. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Like Eli Manning is very fortunate to have the Super Bowl rings that that he has. I think that that was in part he had great defenses on on both sure those did. teams. The Giants got really really hot in 07 there at the end of the year. Yep. So you you it's like kind of like March Madness. You take a very hot team going into the tournament. I mean anything can anything can happen there. Like yeah, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that the Giants yeah. were not good that year, and we just caught yeah. we caught flames yeah. and uh, ended that perfect record of uh, right. Of, and you, you can say like the uh, Patriots that year. You have an undefeated team that everyone is going to try their hardest to beat. So. Like, I, I really had Giants at the end of the year that year, right? Week 17. Yeah, so the Giants already had a, had a, had a feel. I'm sure they watched videotape from that point all, all the way up to, to, to the Super Bowl on how do we beat the Patriots. Yeah. And Eli, Eli Manning, no, no offense to Eli, but had David Tyree not made that unbelievable catch, they're not – And if Ellis Hobbs doesn't he slip on the, the Pasco Burr's post. <laughs> I he know, escaped like, the yeah, sack. Yeah, he has <laughs> – Sack, I will never know. But Baker Mayfield, I remember when he was playing Tennessee one year, I believe every single person on the defense touched him, and he still threw for a first down. So <laughs> I, I guess a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Oh, wow. Wow. He found two nuts. Yeah. They were the luckiest nuts, I think, somehow, ever. Somehow. I will like, say, those are controversial and both very hot takes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, like, and Sam, with you, like, uh, with all the respect to uh, Tom Brady, like, I'm a Tennessee fan. Obviously, I love Peyton Manning, but I will give you the benefit of a doubt that if you look at Tom Brady's rings, their head-to-head record, the stats, all this, there's no question that he's a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. So, Thank all you. respect Thank this you. I'm guy to Tom Brady. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Blake. Well, thank you very much for joining us today on the podcast. We appreciate you once again for being our first guest. I think this was a great, great interview, great conversation. We wish you the very best this season and selling out all your areas at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and and eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich for us, please. You got it, Goswell. Again, thank you all so much for having me on the the, uh, podcast, True Honor. Um, I really hope – I wish you guys the best at this. I, I know, like, a podcast, especially in the sports industry, are very, very popular. People enjoy listening to them. Uh, so, uh, I hope you guys have continued success, and let me know if you guys ever need anything here with us, okay? We appreciate it, Blake. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one, okay? Right. Yeah, man. Once again, we thank uh, Blake Wiggins for coming on the show, and – uh, doing our first interview was a fun one, so uh, we'll get right into our segments now. First segment we got, Mr. Anthony Sparando over here, Mr. eBay himself. Let's go to uh, Anthony's Fines. Mr. eBay himself is quite the honor. I have a ways to go to get there, but I'm trying. Dude, you're go. our Gary V. <laughs> yes. TikTok. Get on TikTok. <laughs> um, love Gary V. So, all right, backstory. Last week, uh, my fiance and I worked from my parents' cabin up in Wisconsin. Since we're working virtually right now, we got a chance to do that since there is Wi-Fi up there now. Thanks to my parents. Shout out to them. So in the meantime, we took a, took a little trip to Goodwill and uh, to see if I could find any finds to throw up on eBay because weddings don't pay for themselves. And 
found something pretty cool. And so what it is, they oh are <laughs> Fab Five Era Michigan basketball shorts. Okay. And I'm going to do the best to explain this as I can, because not all of you will be watching the video. I know you'll be watching or listening to the audio, which is perfect because we all have a face for radio. And so these are, like I said, Nike yellow basketball, Michigan basketball shorts. Purchased them for $3.99. Uh, any guesses from you gentlemen on how much it's currently selling for on eBay? Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I don't think it's anything ridiculous. I think no. it's like like 40 bucks. Uh, they're Nike. They're Nike. I'll go 50 <laughs> I was going to say, my guess is I was going to be 50, but I'll go, uh, price is right. I'll go 45. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we do price is right rules. Like, is that the thing? No one over bidding? $1, Bob. $1, Bob. Uh, comps, which I'll say often in this segment. So comparables, other items of similarity that have sold on eBay. Mm -hmm. 125 what? Wait, so what size are they? Because I'll buy them from you for like a discount. <laughs> they are, what's that? We got our own promo code yet? <laughs> They're large, size 36. Yeah, I'm too thick. I can't wear those. <laughs> How many C's? A couple. <laughs> so, yeah. Fab Five pair wow. of Michigan basketball shorts. For 125 bucks. 125. So I currently have it listed for 140. So feel in the middle, flip. in the middle of Wisconsin, Goodwill. In the middle of Wisconsin. <laughs> Big so Michigan are you one of those there. people? So are you one? Will you say like game worn Fab Five shorts? No, no, no. no. Oh, see, yeah. that's you got to do that. No. <laughs> you got to hook them in, <laughs> man. You're fishing out there. <laughs> They're worn. Chris Weber worn. Chris Weber. <laughs> You can wear them in like a pickup game and just put them as game worn. Oh, that's true. You don't have to say it's game worn by Don't the fact. Specify, yeah. We're also exploiting this on the podcast. So now, can he even put it on eBay? He can't. He can't. We're big in the game eBay worn. community, so yeah. No, I think we're good on that. So no, that's, awesome. that's my first find for the last Sweet. place podcast. All right. All right. So Let's Anthony. go ahead and get to our next segment. We'll have some fun with this one as well. This is our top five category. This week's category, because of the NHL playoffs currently going on, we just had the qualifying round. Now we actually have the NHL playoffs. All day. It feels like March Madness of hockey. So we're getting a good look at a lot of the, of the NHL teams. So we're each going to give our top five all right so how so are we gonna do this we, we give each everybody gives their five and then they're gonna go snake draft and three, the or are we doing snake draft snake draft also i should have asked this before we even recorded this can this be like any nhl jersey or does it have to be like this season's jerseys we were we'll going go parent, it. but it's too late now perfect that's what <laughs> i like to hear <laughs> my list is current I'll tell you that. I, I have current. I mine. For the most part, mine are current. All right. Okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start with Sam. Your, your number five. 
Oh, so we're going bottom first. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go number five, and then we'll all reveal our top one. Okay. Huh. I will say this might be an unpopular one. I love the Devils alternate green and red jerseys. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'll take that as as my five. I mean, that's a okay. solid pick. Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah, very Christmassy. I don't know why I like them. Because like, when Christmas you think guy. of those colors, it's like, oh, like that old Kittyus. But I don't know. I okay. think it looks good. State. I'll go with my number five, uh, the Toronto uh, white away jerseys. Ooh, clean. I think they're clean, super clean. clean. The blue maple leaf in the middle. Yep. The leaf is strong. Yeah, I, I like it. It's classic. Yeah. I like that. Toronto almost made my list, but they didn't. Oh, okay. My number five is the home red Colorado Avalanche with the mountain. Ooh. The mountain. Ooh. You son! <laughs> oh. oh man, I knew Sam was gonna. That's pick like that my one. favorite jersey. That's like my favorite jersey of all time. Take them. Not okay. I can't take them. Nah, man, it's all you. Oh, this is gonna throw everything off. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll just go right back to Sam. Four, number four. Okay. So I love the New York Rangers alternate with like the picture of the um. What's that statue? You know, the lady holding the fire. Love those jerseys. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I get behind it. I get behind it. Number four, I think Anthony's going to like this one the most. Uh, the Canucks alternate jersey with the hockey stick. Ooh, yeah. 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 Those are strong. awesome. Those are cool. That you, if you put that logo in a vacuum, it's dumb. <laughs> yes. All right, my number four is the Kachina Arizona Coyotes. Ooh, that was an honorable mention for me. Yes. Which they're currently. I don't know what those even look like. And they are sick. Yeah, it's like the weird-looking coyote. If you've ever seen it. Oh, I love those jerseys. Very yeah. Native American. No, those yeah. are, and I think those get a lot of hate, and I really don't get why. I think it's just because it's like different, like. It's not like a normal classic logo. It's kind of cool and. Which is um, why I love it. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So for my third, I'll do the um. I just Google NHL jerseys. This one came up. It was a <laughs> retro e Anaheim Ducks home jersey, and it was orange. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's alternate or something, but it's, I just yeah, love I like, like the a, old like a two thousand alternate. I think. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a current. It's uh, it's current with the old Mighty Ducks logo you're talking about. Yes, but the yeah. orange one. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the current alternate. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just love that old Mighty Ducks logo on the front. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, my number three. Uh, I don't think Anthony's gonna like this one compared to the last one I had. Uh, the St. Louis Blues alternate, like lighter blue jersey, not the navy one they have. I like the because like the the pants are blue too, and it just it goes together. I like it. I hate the blues, but I think that's a good point. <laughs> they wore that in the winter class against against the Black Fox, and it was very sharp. I'll give you that. All right. All right. My sure, number, number three. three is the home uniforms for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I knew Vegas was going to be on that list. Right, nice blue gray. <laughs> okay. With a nice right. metallic gold stripe. Okay. All right. Number two, Sam? Number two, this is where my question earlier comes into play. The 2008 Penguins Winter Classic jerseys. I will accept that. That is 
they are That's the baby nice blues yeah and they are just beautiful i like that that is my two okay we'll accept that uh number number two for me uh also going back to the mighty ducks their current alternate like the black mighty ducks with the mighty ducks logo and the purple you know which one i'm talking about oh yeah those yeah. are yeah, yeah, like the current all Yeah, 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 those. According yeah. to NHL 20, where I got all my picks from. <laughs> I love it. Number two? My, my number two is the home. Now, it's these are probably the second best uniforms in sports. It's the home red Chicago Blackhawks. There it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that's number two. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay. That's my number one. Going with the new one here. Um, I love the home Seattle Kraken. I knew it. Yes. <laughs> yes. They got the navy blue with like the baby blue Kraken S. Beautiful. It looks amazing. You think Seattle. that's number one? Wait till the alternate logo gets on an alternate jersey. Right. It's gonna be the awesome. anchor with the with the space needle. Oh my god! Oh my god! I know. I will be buying one for sure. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. All right, my number one, and I'm a little biased here, but the uh, the black Hurricanes jerseys, incredible. With the hurricane flags with, on with them? the flags and the North Carolina in between the flags. Oh yeah. And the North Carolina flag on the shoulder. It's Top top tier for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. I will say, the day you told me that North Carolina was in between the flags, you blew my mind. Yep. And now I you should can't never even notice that. Yeah, no, now you can't even unsee very, very it. Sure. All right, so my number one is the best uniform in sports, the white Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> Away uniform. Going Blackhawks at one and two here. I love it. <laughs> Uh, an honorable mention that didn't make my list because I wasn't sure if, uh, if we're going to bring them back this season, but the Whalers jerseys for yes. the Hurricanes. Yes, I do like Incredible. those. Incredible. Yes. So, oh, crap, that is North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, you see you see it now? <laughs> I had to look it up just to find it. <laughs> I did, I did. All right, let's go ahead and get to our – Final segment of this week's episode. This will be a weekly segment. And this, a lot of it being sports marketing. So our segment is called Butts and Seats. So yes or no. So each of us are going to share a marketing campaign, a theme day, a ticket promotion, something of that nature. Uh, they thought all you got to do is you thought it was cool. And then we're all going to debate whether it's actually going to put butts in seats or make money or not. Cool. So Sam, why don't you go ahead and go first since you are the namesake of our podcast. Okay. I'm honored. So I found this one. It was from Cleveland Indians, 1974. (laughs) (laughs) And they did, I think it will get fans in the seats, but I don't know how the hell it got approved by anybody. Who works for the team? Ten cent beer night. Oh my! And it could buy six <laughs> beers at a time. <laughs> so, butts and seats. Yes, I did not follow up as to what happened on that game. 
but I assume it was a disaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> between between Cent Beer Night and Disco Demolition, I think those are two of the most famous theme days of all time. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I have I, people like to say I have a wide sports knowledge base, but I actually don't know what happened in ten cent beer night. Probably a lot either. of people don't remember. So you know, yeah, that's maybe true. no yeah. one could remember what happened no on ten cent beer night. <laughs> could have been a great game. No one even knows. <laughs> uh, so yeah, butts and seats. Absolutely, I think, I think so. Yes, butts <laughs> and seats. Then I assume it does never happen again. Uh. and seats but as far as a game operation standpoint it's a nightmare yes oh, absolutely. like i said i don't know who approved it but you're definitely gonna have a little bit of extra spending for security that night no doubt i get it you sell a couple <laughs> extra hot dogs you sell a couple extra tickets but yeah you're gonna have to bring in extra security it's the 70s i mean they're probably smoking doobies in the bleachers <laughs> <laughs> No doubt about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Anthony, you want to go ahead and give your uh, butts yeah. and seats promo? Well, mine is a current campaign that some minor league sports teams are doing. Okay. They're selling T-shirts that have their logo on it, and then it says 2020. And then sometimes some of them say, like, undefeated or something. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting – you know, a, a way to raise revenue when they can't sell tickets or anything. Okay. I don't know what you guys think. You, you think that'll that'll make revenue? I think that's kind of some that only, like, the diehard fans are going to get. Yeah. yeah, like the season Cause I know, ticket holders. Yeah, because I, I know that the Durham Bulls have, like, had a shirt. Now, like, 2020, like, this is Bulls shirt or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, that's <laughs> funny. Like, I think I would get that one. But I think for me, when it would be, like, pretty creative for me like, to want to like consider yeah it. yeah yeah i think the creativity behind the shirt like if it's just a shirt that just says like undefeated in 2020 or whatever mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know that's if that not creative sell. but stuff yeah. like the bulls and stuff like that yeah i think that that would definitely sell i wouldn't be surprised if they get more value out of just posting a picture of the shirt on social media than they do actually selling the shirts honestly yeah <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting know. to look back and uh, yeah. track it, huh? We'll have to ask a future guest. Yes. Absolutely. All right. You guys ready for mine? I, I think I have the most, like, the wild one here. You've been, hi- right. you've been hyping it up, so. It is. All right. It so the year is 2007. Oh, no. I'm going to a West Virginia Power single A ball team. Okay. <laughs> it's the salute to indoor plumbing. What? <laughs> <laughs> so 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 here's the idea that got that got nixed. This this idea didn't didn't go through. They wanted to close all the bathrooms at the park what? and have Love fans it. use have fans use porta potties to help them appreciate indoor plumbing. <laughs> so that idea was canceled because of health health issues. So instead <laughs> instead they had the employees wear overalls played home improvement theme between the innings and had a poo toss. So they kept, they took brownies and matched it up and had a poo toss. <laughs> um, 
butts and seats, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say a hard no. Oh. Um, I based I mean, off I of know. which based off of which plan is there one you would rather go to? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my mind's blown. I don't know what to say here. I think this is an excellent example of this whole segment is they try to get way too cute and there's no way somebody actually wants to go to salute to indoor plumbing day. No. <laughs> no. And <laughs> at, at, a, at a single A ball team. <laughs> yeah, especially at a single A. Well, they don't get a lot of fans anyway, probably. I heard they're throwing brownies at people. That's <laughs> like, what? Bro, I heard that they locked all the bathrooms. Let's just go. We just, can only know. use porta potties. And yeah. you've got people, I mean, and you would imagine at a single A ball team, they've got some beer specials, they've got some hot dog yeah. specials. And you've only got porta potties? <laughs> they don't right, need right. to get so many porta potties. Let's take it from a different standpoint. And let's okay. say they just want to do something fun for season ticket holders. They didn't expect to sell many more tickets. Okay. Is it a good idea then? No. <laughs> I don't know because like, when, no. re- when I was doing research, a lot of teams had like awful nights where the promotion would just be terrible. Yes. <laughs> so that could have been what they were going for. But it's got to be funny. Is that yeah. funny? <laughs> like, I don't know. We laughed. I mean. <laughs> hey, man. Throwing crust of brownie sands of poo toss, that's funny. <laughs> closed and you gotta go to a porta party. That's an okay, okay, but the idea didn't go through. <laughs> they still had their employees wear overalls and play home improvement theme. I mean, yeah, I don't really get the overalls part of it. I'll be honest. Oh, I've never that. seen a plumber in overalls. I've never seen a plumber. Never. I mean, I guess Mario and Luigi. <laughs> what if they just walked around with plumber's butt? <laughs> yeah, plumbers crack and just like. I mean, if uh, we're gonna plunger, do that, do like a plunger giveaway. Plunger giveaway, yes. Uh, yeah. A West Virginia Power uh, branded plunger. plunger. Yeah. Come on. Please That's tell a lot me you have to do. You don't need to close any bathrooms. You don't need a no. brandy porta potties and just give away a plunger. Yeah. West Clock Virginia Power. <laughs> we we could we oh, could have yeah, ran indoor plumber night. I yeah, mean, absolutely. So here's a quick story. So when I was at Bradley and I was the president of the Red Sea, our student section, we had a slight opposition from one of the fraternities and they would bring plungers to basketball games because uh, once a year we ran a promotion down there called Cram the Coliseum. And so we would obviously try and cram the Coliseum, sell as many tickets as we can, get as many students out. Well, apparently years ago, somebody from the fraternity misunderstood it and thought it was clogged the Coliseum. So from there on out, it became a tradition from that fraternity to bring plungers to basketball games. And then they would, that was almost like an initiation. They would give freshmen their own plunger with their name on it. That, see, that makes you wonder, like, all of these traditions, like, how, how, how did some of them start? Right. <laughs> Clog the Coliseum with a plunger. Yeah. Clog the Coliseum. Uh, what they do that, with them? Like, just hold them? Yeah, they just go. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
stick them to themselves. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I was saying that they like plunge it like this, like to the floor and like no. pop it up during free throws or something. I don't know. No. <laughs> huh? It was bring them. So huh. that probably would have made more sense for the power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. I I want to see someone bring back and salute to indoor plumbing night. I think it's genius. I think you call up a local plumber. You say, hey, you want to sponsor uh, plumbing nights? <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. You can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> but, but think about it. You give away plungers with, and they can be cheap plungers. Actually, what oh, I would yeah. be my favorite. Cheap plungers with their logo, with the plumber's logo and number on it. Okay, somebody goes to unclog their toilet. It won't work. Who are you going to call besides Ghostbusters? <laughs> you're gonna call the plumber that's on the plunger dude it's genius all right we're gonna get somebody I on mean, here i love it in minor league baseball because i think that's where it's gonna work the most yes we're gonna yes. continue like guys listen we have an idea for your next theme night next year we're gonna, yeah we're gonna throw out the first pitch <laughs> I, I don't know about pitch. that <laughs> While wearing overalls. overalls <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. That is all of our segments for this week's episode, our inaugural episode of the Last Place Podcast. I've had a lot of fun already. I am very much looking forward to the remaining episodes. Who knows how long we'll last? Years, decades, centuries. We'll never know. <laughs> Maybe through the rest of the year. Who knows? Uh, but I'm looking forward to it, boys. This was already a lot of fun. So Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you toss us a follow on Twitter, at LastPlacePod. Got to plug that in. Uh, we are on Spotify and soon to be on Apple Podcasts as well. Free feel to share it. Uh, in the future, we plan to have T-shirts as well. So start saving your pennies now for that. Uh, it's going to be Start selling a, on uh, eBay, get some extra money to buy a shirt. Uh, it may no. or may not end up on my eBay channel. That's correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, start saving those pennies. All right. And if you, if you would like to be on the show or if you know somebody else who works in the sports business who would like to be in the show, just drop us a G, uh, not a GM, maybe a GM. That would work. That would be uh, awesome. Drop us a GM <laughs> on Twitter, especially if you're a GM. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get you on the show if I can spit it out. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, this has been a good Sweet. first episode. I've had fun. Everybody else, have a uh, wonderful, wonderful rest of the week, guys. Stay safe. Yeah.